Thank you for making Locked On Spartans your first listen every single day here in the Locked On Podcast Network, free and available where you find folks get your podcast. Also, this episode of Locked On Spartans is brought to you by Stat Hero. Stat Hero is reshaping the way you play fantasy sports. Dozens of house-based games to play daily. No sharks, no funky props, just your skill versus the lineups you choose. Sign up today at stathero.com slash locked on. <sighs> Today's episode... Yeah, what, what else are we going to talk about? Yeah. Let's go. You are Locked On Spartans, your daily podcast on the Michigan State Spartans, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello. Uh, yeah, I'm just telling you I'm in a very great mood right now. Um, Hello, genuinely thank you for listening to Locked on Spartans and making us your first listen today um, and every single day here on the Locked on Podcast Network. Yes, as we do this five days a week uh, here on the Locked on Podcast Network, I'm your host, Matt Sheehan, and as you probably already have figured out by now, this is the Locked on Spartans podcast, and uh, yeah, we're going to be talking about the game on Sunday. <sighs> Get ready for a lot of deep sign because that's as uh, difficult of a loss to swallow as uh, you'll find in this lovely month of March that I just love. It's it's great. Catch the madness. Woohoo! Um, yeah, but before we get to you know just chatting about the game and also you know I want to talk about the the Davidson game too because you know, it's been a while since we've talked and uh, the Davidson game also happened so we'll, we'll shove that in at the end of the show to end on a high ish note. But before we get to that. I uh, just need to politely ask you to rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast. Yes, this is the Locked On Spartans podcast. And any questions, comments, concerns, anything like that, LockedOnSpartans at gmail.com is the place to find us. All right. If, if, if you're doing a drinking game on this fine morning or fine afternoon, um, drinking every time I just take a long sigh like that is uh, probably a good way to get really drunk really quick because uh, Michigan State, after being up five points with five and a half minutes to go, ends up losing by nine points against Duke. And this this one hurts in a lot of ways. Um, does it hurt that, they, yeah, they, they were up five points and we saw victory in the <laughs> right in our sights? Yeah, that, that absolutely sucks. Um, I, I almost wish they were just down 12. Uh, the entire game, and never really gave us the hope that they were going to win. But hey, here we are. That's the fact of the matter. Does it hurt that uh, you know other teams in the Big Ten, you know, namely the program down the road, got to enjoy a weekend of getting one by game against a Mountain West conference? You know, it's just a conference that always does great March Madness, and then gets another by game by playing Rick Barnes in March. Which yeah, that that always goes very well for him. Yeah, no, it, it hurts to stare out the window and seeing other um, teams have fun like that. And, uh, yeah, does it hurt that it's Duke, that we could have ended uh, Coach K's career right there? That, yeah. We're going to get through this episode together, aren't we, guys? Um, yeah, listen, uh, a lot of good things to take away from the game, right? Uh, and I'm not going to make this whole thing like, a, oh, rah, rah, hey, it, it's okay, they fought hard. It's all, like, yeah, they, they did fight very hard. Like, that's probably as good of a game as you could hope for against Duke, right? Marcus Bingham, whether that was his last game at Michigan State or not, I, mean, I would, you know, if I'm a betting man, which I am, I, I do, you know, like to gamble, uh, I would place a large wager on that being 
Marcus Bingham's last game ever. Uh, he goes out with a double-double. 16 points, 10 rebounds. Uh, Gabe Brown played great. 7 of 11 shooting from the field, 18 points. But, however, um, part of the reason MSU fell apart there at the end, he has that foul with Michigan State just trailing by four with a minute left. But it, this is not all on Gabe's shoulders, of course. Like uh, That's not to say that he was the reason. Like You have a collapse that bad in the last five minutes. That's going to be a team effort. Like It's going to be, for seemingly the 800th time this season, Max Christie throwing the ball away just directly to the other team when he's just staring at them and then throws it right to them. Listen, he's got great potential. He's got awesome, like, measurables. Um, that, that's just one thing that has to, has to, has to get cleaned up is his turnover issues because it's not like... Like, the, the, these turnovers he commits are out of this world as far as just how... Like, do you do you have a vision problem? Like, how do you not see the player right there in front of you anyway? I'm just... I'm spiraling because... That, that was a really tough last five minutes to swallow. And, you know, how is the A.J. Hogard uh, pick-and-roll game not just beaten into the ground for the last five minutes? Like, that's kind of how you got to where you were with five and a half minutes left. But Duke did what they did. I got to say, like, uh, yeah, that, that, that late three-pointer in the shot clock, what can you do? You play great defense for 29 seconds, and the kid hits a great three. Uh, one team has Paolo Bancaro, and the other one does not. Now, it's up to you, uh, you know, if you're Michigan State, to run some iso ball against him um, with Joey Hauser. That's an interesting call. But, again, I, I can't be too up in arms about Joey because he's, he was the reason that we were in this game, like literally playing this game on Sunday because he played so well over uh, on, on Friday against Davidson. Like, so, yeah, I, I, I can't just be throwing, you know, you know what against the drywall and Screaming about that, but yeah, it's just it was a calamity down the down the stretch, and, and it's why. And I, I take no pleasure in saying this, and you are going to hate hearing this, but it, it's why Coach K owns Izzo. Like, hey, twenty nineteen was awesome. It was fun. It, it, it's probably the best win that you'll ever have. Um, that's not the title game. Like, yeah, you, you beat his team with three top eight draft picks, but man, like. T- today was a masterclass and just a microcosm of this matchup whenever these two teams meet up. Like, Coach K has the upper hand. And Izzo and company had the chance to not do this again. And here we are. So, <sighs> yep. Yeah, that's what, 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 what else can be said. We're going to just talk about you know, quotes or, or whatnot after the game here in a hot second. But first, I just want to talk to you fine folks about Stat Hero. That's right, Stat Hero, guys. Are, are you just like me and you're already knocked out of every single bracket pool that you entered this year? Uh, well, if you are, hey, I got good news for you. Stat Hero and their NCAA single game pick'ems pit start players against each other in an amazing hybrid between fantasy and sports gambling. Take control back from those handicappers that always seem to have the advantage and start focusing on players that you know best with a gameplay that doesn't rely on big spreads, long odds, or funky props. Also, Stat Hero gives you the advantage resulting in their gamers winning four times more often. Why? Well, it's because Stat Hero eliminates the mystery about who or what you are going up against. In addition to their pick'em games, they also have dozens of lineups you can comb through to take on head-to-head. Stat Hero is the easiest and fastest way to get your sports action fixed. 
The simple, sleek gameplay will have you playing in minutes, and it is what daily fantasy is meant to be. So, sign up for free right now at stethero.com slash LockedOn, and use promo code LockedOn for a 100% instant deposit match. That's stethero.com slash LockedOn, promo code LockedOn for a 100% match. stethero.com slash LockedOn, promo code LockedOn, terms and conditions apply. Also, need to talk to you fine folks about Built Bar. Yep, that's right. You've heard us talk about Built Bar for weeks, months, years. However long you've been listening to this podcast, really, because uh, we love Built Bar over here. Uh, whether it's their amazing flavors that just treat our taste buds so well. We're, we're talking like the classic flavors, you know, like mint brownie, coconut and almond, peanut butter brownie, or some of the new flavors like Built Puffs. That's right. The first ever protein-infused marshmallow. So good. And they also treat the body well, too. Most Built Bars contain 130 calories, 4 grams of sugar, 4 grams of net carbs, and 17 whopping grams of protein. So go to Built.com, use promo code LOCKED15, and get 15% off your order. One more time, that's promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at Built.com. And also, hey, just want to thank you guys one more time for making Locked On Spartans your first listen every single day here on the Locked On Podcast Network. All right, I just want to riff on some quotes here uh, after the game. Marcus Bingham, he spoke uh, at the podium after the game, and this kind of just goes with what I was talking about uh, for a segment, and this is probably something that you share as well, that it's it's probably very hard to believe that he will come back next year. And after the game, he was quoted, uh, you want to be proud but mad we're not playing another night. We fought just some situations we didn't pull through, something for the team to learn from next year. Uh, spoken like a guy that's that's not going to be here next year, and uh, totally understandable. I, like I'm, this isn't to say like, oh, he's quitting the team. Like, no, like this has been a long <laughs> four years uh, for all these seniors. Yeah, just because they can come back next year, certainly not going to hold against them if they don't come back. Uh, first of all, just four years in college in this program to be a student athlete for that long. That's a that's an arduous task, right? And especially when you throw in the COVID year. Uh, yeah, that I'm sure has felt like just three years uh, alone, you know. I mean, so yeah, I I think that it's over for Marcus Bingham. Sadly, um, would I love to see him come back? Sure, yeah, why not? He, he ended the season pretty dialed in. Like he, he played very very well, especially ending his career on a double double. But yeah, that's that's a guy that probably will not be coming back. Gabe Brown will be interesting. I, I don't imagine he'll come back. And Joey Hauser is a, another guy, too, that, of course, could come back. But, yeah, I, I think that this is going to be the end of the road for them, for everything I've said. And also, too, like, um, I guess why come back for another year for them? Like, I, I don't think there's going to be a lot of improvement in their game. I think they've hit their ceilings. Maybe Joey Hauser has a little bit more to give, but I, I think the ceilings have been hit, and it's like, well... Like, if, if I'm coming back for another year to try to, like, up my pro stock at that point, like, I'm also 23 years old, or if I'm trying to, like, get into a better, like, Euro league, I I, I think that your, your max is your max right now, and that's uh, what all three kind of have hit right now. Now, someone that will be back next year, uh, hopefully, I mean, you know, I guess nothing's a guarantee, but Tyson Walker, he commented on his first NCAA tournament, uh, I've never played this long of a season, he says, making it this far to them, it's not far enough, uh, and and that's fair too, and that's maybe why I'm so dejected and I'm not throwing a parade after the season, because after all, that this is Michigan State, and uh, being ushered out before the Sweet 16 in back-to-back tournaments, 
sucks. It's it's not fun. Uh, there's a standard, but Tyson Walker is a guy that understands that. And I also think that we saw a lot of good things late in the season with Tyson Walker and also his running mate, A.J. Hogard. So, while, yeah, I'm very sad, despondent about tonight and how the season ended, being up five against Duke with five minutes left and then just giving up 20 points down the stretch. Like, okay. Um, I... I think we can be happy about uh, what could happen next season with A.J. Hogard, with Tyson Walker. I, I really like the way those two guys came along late in the season. We'll have a ton more chats coming up this week, in the next few weeks, about like what Michigan State needs to do in the offseason to assure that they're going to be good. But I, I think that's a good foundation to have right there with uh, A.J. Hogard, Tyson Walker. Now, beyond that, we, we talked about other you know, players that what they need to improve it. Like Christy Hay, I, I, I think that he'll have a better year next year. I think that he would be the first to say that he's probably a little disappointed with how this season went, right? Um, he had that great stretch in the middle of the season, but you would hope for more than just, you know, a good three- or four-week stretch in the middle of the season for such a highly touted kid, right? And also the turnover issues has to get tidied up as well. Also, one other really concerning thing, uh, not just from this game, but also the Davidson game, but they got away from it, is that, and it's the uncomfortable conversation because, hey, these are hardworking student-athletes. They uh, put more work into what they do on the court than uh, probably anything I do, and uh, still got to just have an honest conversation. But Malik Hall having only two points in March Madness, Wow, that's that's that. Whoa, okay. Um, and that's a thing that he is really prone to do, as we've talked about. If you've been listening to this podcast, or if you've just been watching the games with your own eyes, is that Malik? He he has it in him. He has some great great games in him. Like hey, that Road Maryland game, he probably safe to say won that himself. Put the team on his back, but he also just disappears way too often. Way 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 too often. Two points against Davidson. Zero points here. Is there something else going on? Maybe. Who's to say? I don't know. When when you just aren't there at, at all, I, I guess, yeah, we could always just wonder and think, uh, okay, is, is something wrong? Is he hurt? Is something else going on? I don't know. But that was, it was, that that's very disappointing to see. And coming back as a captain next year, that is that like that just can't happen. <laughs> we can't just be going away for games at a time, especially in big moments. Like wow, two points against Davidson, zero against Duke. Like oh my goodness gracious. Um, Jaden Akins, he he gives me hope for the future. Uh, you've heard me sing his praises all the time. Am I the conductor of his hype train? Yeah, probably. Um, but I I didn't see anything this season that makes me think. Eh, no, maybe I should tone down the hype because I really like the way he played whenever he did come in. And this is something that we've talked about in the last few weeks is that he knows when it's his time to step up and be aggressive, and he also knows when it's his time to, like, stay back, chill out for a little bit, don't do anything stupid. And I really like that about his game, and he's going to have an upped responsibility next season. But, yeah, God, still, still beat up about this one. Great, 
Izzo quote to end on here. Uh, Izzo quote, uh, we just didn't do the things you need to do to win these kind of games. Will we learn from it? Time will tell. And I think that's a good one to end on right there. Um, because next segment, we'll, we'll, we'll riff about the Davidson game because uh, let, let's look on a somewhat fun game here to, to end this. Uh, admittedly miserable episode. <laughs> um, but first, but first, that's right. I have to talk to you fine folks about betonline.net. Woo! Uh, BetOnline, guys. That's right. It's that time of year again. As college basketball's tournament is finally upon us, from all the latest odds, contests, and player props, BetOnline is the number one source for all your sports betting needs and info. BetOnline remains the best spot for all your sports scores, podcasts, and news this season. And it's not just basketball either. BetOnline is your continued source for all your sporting wagering information needs, including live betting, your favorite Vegas casino games. So head to the website today, use your mobile device, learn more about the trends in action at BetOnline, where the game starts. Well, Friday night was fun, right? Um, yeah, let's just talk about that because, uh, again, it, it, we do this five days a week, Monday through Friday. That game ended Friday, so yeah, we're, uh, we're going to talk about it because... Listen, I'm not saying that winning one tournament game is uh, the mark of a great season. You know, like, I, I'm not saying this saved the whole year, but, like, that was, that was, that was a fun game. That was a fun game, was it not? So let's, let's just talk about that um, to get you into the rest of the week and the rest of your day with uh, a good memory from this season. Again, uh, was I thrilled with uh, Joey Hauser iso ball against Paulo Bancaro down the stretch today? Not at all. No. But I also didn't uh, throw my glass clean across the room because we wouldn't be watching tonight's game if it wasn't for Joey Hauser on Friday night. He played out of his damn mind. Uh, I, I literally couldn't believe what I was watching. 9 of 12 shooting. 4 of 6 from 3-point land for 27 points. And, oh yeah, that's right, uh, 8 rebounds and no turnovers. Like, that was... That was sensational. Now, I would say, like, oh, that's the Joey Hauser we thought we were going to be getting the whole time. Like, no, I don't think we ever expected a 27-point performance out of the kid. Like, that's, that was out of this world what he was able to deliver. But also, not just him. A.J. Hogard, he played great as well. Um, six of nine shooting, 14 points. You got Gabe Brown, who had really, for that lull in the season that Gabe Brown had, he really ended his year strong, with the Duke game included. I think it was nine out of his last ten games he ended in double figures. He showed that senior urgency. He showed that it was time. It, it's, it's, it's time to start playing and taking things in my own hands. And he really did play well down the stretch this season. Even a game where he didn't get in double figures down the stretch was, well, the Wisconsin game in the Big Ten Tournament. He locked up Johnny Davis, and that's another thing I want to mention too, is that he locked up Davidson's, what, who I think is their best player in, uh, I'm going to screw up his name, I'm so sorry, uh, Hung Young Lee, uh, that, that's, that's the best I could do on, on that name. Um, he played fantastic defense on him. Lee had 11 points, but kept him to 4 of 11 shooting, and Brown was just on him. Like a shadow, like the entire game. He, I thought he just played sensational on defense. So yeah, Joey Hauser gives a ton of credit. Twenty-seven points. He, he's the reason that MSU played against Duke. But if you want to hand out some silver medals, uh, Gabe Brown just played so good uh, on on defense and also yeah, chipping in twelve points on offense. That doesn't hurt either. Um, gosh, just fun game. 
fun game, and it was the complete opposite of what happened today because, again, they were they were down five points with about five minutes left, weren't they? And, uh, yeah, how the turntables, uh, things look good. Hitting the free throws, too, down the stretch, and, yeah, it was just a, a, a nice game to remember, and I guess, what, I, yeah, at least you got a tournament win. Like, I, I know that's kind of ridiculous to say, and I know that no one's necessarily here for it because, again, like, we're not some scrappy mid-major school like this is Michigan State. You do expect to move in the tournament, and, yeah, that, that does mean beating Duke and holding on to your five-point leads with five minutes left, but, yeah, it's hey, if, if not for nothing else, we smiled on Friday night. I'll try to get some more smiles in the rest of this week, and, uh, yeah, sorry, this is a, such a short episode, but... What else can you say about today? I just, uh, well, we'll have a plan to say, actually, about today, uh, <laughs> this coming week. We'll, we'll get some more football talk into the mix as well coming up. And then, yeah, we'll, we'll have more conversations about this this basketball team as well and the future of the program and what has to happen over the offseason, yada, 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 any other news that happens and all that fun stuff. But, uh, yeah, just can't thank you guys enough for uh, listening to this episode of Locked on Spartans. Uh, we will be back, and we will be a little more cheery. Uh, I, I will smile this week, I think. I, I plan on it, at least. I don't know. Who's to say? Um, but hey, until then, uh, make your second listen. Locked on NFL Draft. With Ryan Tracy, former NFL cornerback Eric Crocker, they bring the NFL Draft to life every day with insight and analysis on cultural prospects and NFL front offices. It's free and available where you get your podcast. Love you all. Thank you so much for riding this whole season with us. You guys are truly the best. Go Green.